Welcome to the Language Games Podcast. My name is John Kaus. Today is part 16 of our Van Til's Apologetics series. Last week, we analyzed what we mean by the term presupposition in apologetics. This week, we're going to turn to Richard Howe's objection, which is the ontology versus epistemology objection. We're going to show that this objection is without merit. Now, the objection is that apparently in the argument, Van Til and Bonson confuse ontology with epistemology. So here's the first quote that we'll look at from Howe. He says, when they define presuppositionalism, they say, it is, they say it this way. The assumption of God is the precondition of knowledge. So that would be the epistemology part. But when they try to explain what that means, what they end up defending is God is the precondition of, precondition of knowledge. This would be the ontology part. Well, of course, God is the precondition of knowledge because he is the creator. Right. But God is not the same as the assumption of God. So his main critique is that, hey, he doesn't disagree that God needs to exist for us to have knowledge, right? ontologically required for us to have knowledge. But it doesn't mean that we have to assume that God exists as a precondition of knowledge. There's no epistemological uh, requirement there. All right, so then let's get into Van Til's writings. And we're going to, and this is mostly from what Van Til has written. Um, and Bonson, you know, echoes obviously what Van Til writes. So we're going to go to Van Til's works, and we're going to see that Van Til often uses terms synonymously. He will switch up what he's doing. And I think with a little charity, uh, we can see what Van Til is intending here. And it is fairly straightforward if we just look at his uses. All right, he writes, It is this God in whom they must believe, lest all meaning should disappear from human words. For us, everything else depends for its meaning upon this sort of God. Accordingly, we are not interested in having anyone prove to us the existence of any other sort of God than this God. He writes, Chief of these presuppositions is the idea of God, as expressed in the doctrine of the ontological trinity. In addition, there are the doctrines of creation, of providence, and of God's ultimate plan with the universe. Christianity claims that the very aim and method of science require these doctrines as their prerequisites. He writes, It has already become plain that this implies a refusal to grant that any area or aspect of reality, any fact or any law of nature or, or of history, can be correctly interpreted except it be seen in the light of the main doctrines of Christianity. He writes, Thus there is absolutely certain proof for the existence of God and the truth of Christian theism. He writes, It is the actual existence of the God of Christian theism and the infallible authority of the scripture which speaks to sinners of this God that must be taken as the presupposition of the intelligibility of any fact in the world. He writes, The Protestant doctrine of God requires that it be made foundational to everything else as a principle of explanation. He says, He can do so only if he shows that man must presuppose God as the final reference point in predication. He writes, If God is not presupposed, reason is a pure abstraction that has no contact with fact, and fact is a pure abstraction that has no, con no content with reason except upon the presupposition of the existence of God and his control over the universe. Right? So if, one can, if one fact can be known without reference to God, there is good reason to hold that all facts can be known without reference to God. And last one here, it is but to say that if one leaves the foundation of the presupposition of the truth of the Christian religion, one falls into the quagmire of the utterly irrational. 
Now this is only a sampling of, of, from Van Til. Uh, you will find this holds true for all of his works. My point in limiting it to this small sample size is to show, this is just to show his use. Okay, and it wouldn't take a lot of research to see what's going on. Just take any of the main works of Van Til and you'll see what's going on here pretty quickly as you read his writings. All right, so what is a what is the object or what is the thing that is the precondition? He says, God, existence of God, idea of the ontological trinity, main doctrines of Christianity, truth of Christian theism, the infallible authority of the scripture, Protestant doctrine of God, his control over the universe, truth of the Christian religion. Okay, so that's, that's what is a precondition, right, of knowledge. And then he goes into how that relates to our knowing, right? So he says this must be believed. It's a presupposition. It's a prerequisite. We, in, we have to believe in light of this. It's foundational. We must presuppose it. It's our reference. It's the foundation of our presuppositions. Okay, so if we just separate these two lists, first thing we need to get straight is that Van Til will use these terms on the left as synonymous with Christianity is true, the truth of the Christian worldview. So if you hear that the existence of God or God or the main doctrines of Christianity, what Van Til means by this is the Christian worldview is true. And he's just emphasizing a particular doctrine in one instance and other doctrines in another. But you can't separate Christianity and just take one doctrine. They all stand or fall together. Okay, so <clears throat> what he means then is the, the truth of Christian theism is necessary for knowledge. All right, but then we have all of these terms like believe and presuppose, presupposition, etc. And we're going to separate these two into two lists. So when he says it's a presupposition, it's a prerequisite, it's foundational, etc., what he is shown, what he is describing here, is that first premise in his argument: if there is knowledge, then Christianity is true. Whatever is a necessary consequent of knowledge, whatever is required for knowledge, is a presupposition. That's how we're using the term here. In this would be a universal presupposition, a, a transcendental, okay, foundational to all of our, our learning. That's what Van Til's referring to, that would be this premise. And if you look at that premise, it is epistemic. So there's a truth of the world, this would be a set of truths actually, because it's the truth of Christianity, but a truth of the world that's necessary for knowledge. This would be what we call a truth-directed transcendental argument. This is epistemic. This premise is epistemic. All right, but then we get to these other uses like believe or in light of or presuppose, right? What an agent now must do with this presupposition. Okay, must be believed, must be, it's in light of, must be presupposed. <clears throat> and what we're getting at here is not a belief-directed transcendental argument. So I could see if, if Dr. Howe's objection were, hey, in a transcendental arguments, there are Truth-directed, they're also belief-directed, transcendental arguments. It seems like Van Til is saying that it is a belief-directed, transcendental argument. He's not understanding the difference between a truth-directed and a belief-directed. So Van Til's making this error here, or Bonson's making this error here. And if that's what how we're saying, although I think it's wrong, it's understandable. 
completely understandable that you could think that it was the lesser of the two arguments. I don't think that's actually what's being argued here, because if you read through Van Til and Bonson's writings, they do not make this distinction in the sense that um, it is just the belief in Christianity that's required for knowledge. They clearly intend it is the truth of the Christian worldview that's required for knowledge. What they're doing, and I think this is natural to do, is to, so if you show, as we, sh as we went through a few sessions ago, that Christianity is necessary for knowledge, right? It's also a transcendental or a universal meta assumption. It's also outside of any argument. Well, if it's outside of any argument, then it must be presupposed, okay? Because the nature of transcendentals is that they're believed. Now, <clears throat> so what Van Til and Bonson are doing, and they're not always telling you when they're doing this, so I understand that can be somewhat confusing, but they're simply moving to this next point, okay, which is entirely inbounds and natural to do, since we're talking to people who claim that the worldview is false. So it's natural to say, no, no, Mr. Atheist, you actually believe this to be true as well. Just, looked at, just look at how you're acting. Van Til and Bonson are moving to the claim that this argument has on the unbeliever in his position. All right, so this first quote from Howe is entirely, is entirely an uncharitable reading of Van Til's works. In fact, like R.C. Sproul, I doubt Howe has read much of Van Til. All it would take is a reading of any one of his popular works to see how he's intending to use his words here. Yes, he understands the difference between the thing that is a presupposition and it being a presupposition. Okay, we've addressed this previously in, in the series. All right, the next quote, he goes on, and it, this shows me that I, I'm not sure he's really grasping what's going on with transcendental arguments. He says, and I pulled out a Van Til quote on one of my slides on, on one of my PowerPoints, and within one paragraph, he switches, this is Van Til, from the presupposition of the truth of Christianity is the precondition of knowledge to the truth of Christianity is the precondition of knowledge. Well, the latter I wouldn't disagree with. All right, two things here. First, these two statements, the presupposition of the truth of Christianity and the truth of Christianity, assuming it's a precondition of knowledge, really entail each other, okay? Because if the truth of Christianity is a presupposition, then it's also necessary for knowledge, okay? And if the truth of Christianity is necessary for knowledge, then it's a, pre it's a presupposition, okay? They entail each other. You can't have one without the other. So when we go back to the argument here, Right, we started with axioms, and then we inferred C, right, the truth of Christianity. So, but outside of that, though, it's a pre, so outside of the circle, it's a presupposition. Right? It's a universal presupposition. But then in the argument, it's our conclusion. Okay? And in the first premise, it is a necessary consequent of there being knowledge. It's a precondition of knowledge. But how is saying he, he agrees with that? that it's a precondition of knowledge. He rejects, though, that being a presupposition. And second, look at what he says in this last sentence. The latter I wouldn't disagree with. Really? This tells me that Dr. Howe is not understanding what is going on here philosophically. To affirm the latter is to affirm Van Til's first premise of his argument, his truth-directed transcendental premise, which is the premise that makes Van Til's argument unique. It is its defining feature. And Howe is saying that he agrees with it. So Howe is really just a confused Van Tillian, I guess. 
I suspect he does not understand what he is agreeing with here. To be a, a consistent evidentialist, he should not agree with the truth of Christianity being a precondition of knowledge. Now, if he wants to deny that transcendentals must also be believed, then we can have that conversation. But I wouldn't hold that as a point of division amongst Vantillians. Vantill's argument is sufficient in its truth-directed form. Even if transcendentals do not need to be believed, Vantill's argument still stands. So even if we can't make good on the belief-directed form of the argument, the truth-directed form is entirely sufficient for Vantill's argument. And so if, if Howe's objection were merely just, uh, well, you haven't made good on the belief-directed, so you can't say it's presupposed, fine. Okay, but that's not what he's saying. But if it is, great, then he's a Vantillian. Last point here. Look at this, this first premise of Vantil's argument. If there is knowledge, then Christianity is true. Notice this. The power of a truth-directed transcendental argument is that a precondition of knowledge is a truth or a set of truths about the world from a premise that is epistemic in nature, okay, what's necessarily, what necessarily follows from there being knowledge. We infer a truth or truths about the world or about reality. The argument involves both ontology and epistemology, correctly keeping the distinction between the two. So there is no confusion of ontology and epistemology in Van Til's apologetic. In fact, just the opposite. Ironically, the confusion is in Dr. Howe's objection. He is the one that does not understand the ontological and epistemological distinction in not just Van Til's apologetic, but in any truth-directed transcendental argument. In a truth-directed transcendental argument, you go from an epistemic premise to an ontological conclusion about the world, okay, a truth about the world. All right, well, we'll stop there. There's more that could be said, but basically that's the heart of Howe's objection. This thing needs to go away. It's not a good objection. He needs to, really, Howe needs to clarify what, he's even, what his position even is in this um, literature. Do you not agree with any transcendental arguments? Do you not agree with belief-directed, truth-directed, or, or some other form of directed? Are you against all of them? Are you really for the truth of Christianity being necessary for knowledge? I, I doubt you, you are. So, so clarify what you mean by that. So, so more needs to be clarified from how uh, Van, Til's, Van Til is, is clarified and I think fairly straightforward if you go through the series and what he's claiming and what, he's actually, what we've shown to be true uh, in the argument. All right, our next session will be the last in this series. We will focus on whether Van Til's apologetic is necessarily a reformed apologetic. For more content like this, you can find us on x at underscore language games. See you next time.